Welcome to Are We Recording? Welcome to our fucking podcast. Hi, everyone. Today on Are We Recording, we have Carrie Salinas. She's a digital illustration artist with a huge social media following. Check her out at Art by Mozart. That's A R T. B-Y underscore Mozart on Instagram and the link to buy her merch is in our bio. Enjoy. Carrie, take away. <laughs> Let's do it. How you doing? Hello. I am a little nervous. Just kidding. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I think yourself. it's just the giggle bush taking effect. So let me just mellow out. <laughs> take yes, care. that's what we want. I'll light up in a second. We'll all get fucking lit. <laughs> Yay. I'm excited. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. I am, like I said, excited. I'm going to continue to express that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, please. My God, and my words are so awesome to meet you. Um, thank you so much for being here with us. So yes. tell us more about you and how you use cannabis and what you do in the cannabis world. Yes. So yeah. um, I'm just a tiny little human being here on Earth existing <laughs> on this floating Reach. rock, just like everybody else. Um, <laughs> I'm really just out here, um, you know, creating art. I'm an artist, a uh, full-time artist. I love to create, um, you know, and express myself through the power of digital art. So that's really where I've been really dedicating myself towards the past couple years. Um, I'm located in the North Carolina area, you know, which is a bit of a non-giggable state, which look, I think a lot of us um, can relate on that aspect. And so my journey here, like everybody else uh, that can relate to me, is just basically us just surviving, trying to destigmatize this plant, you know, that comes out of the earth and, you know, a lot of us partake on to cope with our everyday life, anxieties, um, you know, mental illnesses and whatnot. And I'm here for that. I'm here to to be that uh, a source of, you know what, when I see her post, I'm going to light up my shit right now because that's the facts. That's <laughs> fire. Yes. The shirt you're wearing, is that you? or? Yes, it is. I oh, my love God. It. I love it. Dude, our well, attitude is, is like what I really love to sum up my my personality of art style, too. It's just that. It's it's art with, with attitude. Your I style and your style of art is so unique. I remember the first time I saw it and I was just like, it's exactly what you would want for me personally, uh, like a modern stoner hippie girly. Like it's just vibrant and it's bright. It's like graffiti-esque. It's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> and you're going to get to plug yourself because everybody has to see this. My um, dog's over here trying to make her presence known. Ma'am. Hell yes. Hell yes. We love dogs over here. <laughs> we love dogs for the win. I love it. Where are you from, yeah. Carrie? Are you originally well, from North Carolina? I am actually from Mexico. So I'm originally from the west coast of Mexico. I'm from Acapulco, Guerrero. I was born and I've been in North Carolina for about 20 years now. So wow. Holy moly. It's been a minute. That's awesome. Country girl for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and That's so awesome. you're from Mexico. What is the, what's the cannabis? I'm very ignorant to it. <laughs> so honestly, I didn't live in Mexico much long. Um, I was in Mexico ah. until I was about um, six to seven years old. And then I migrated here to the United States. But my uncles were all potheads. You know, I remember being little. And remember the scent of just, you know, the giggle bush, the Lord's loud, the, the whatever you want to call it. I, I, I remember it, I you know. And, bush. <laughs> I love that. And so, you know, <laughs> my family, you know, comes from from a line of stoners. And so I think it, it was just kind of the norm that we, uh, my siblings and I kind of fell into this. So, yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> you're, you're a teenager. You moved to the States. You know, how did you get... So you, you had this memory of cannabis, but you moved to the States. It's illegal. You know, how did you reintroduce or how did you get to have your cannabis experiences here in the States? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So, honestly, 
I've always been very open-minded. Uh, I don't think I've ever been closed off to trying things. And so, you know, it kind of just became one of those things where your friends are experimenting at some point in time. And they're like, hey, you know, we're trying this thing over here. Would you want to partake? It's nice. It's pretty. It's green. <laughs> come on over. You want to come with us? us? Get in the truck. <laughs> Let's go. We're going to the back of the school. No biggie. Literally. So do you remember the first time you got high? I do. I it was bad. Oh, yes. It was bad. I honestly don't no. know how I did it not like weed after that. Because you know how some people have like one of those experiences that are like, yeah, I don't think I'm smoking after that. I don't think that's not for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's honestly because everybody's first experience is very psychedelic. You're like tripping balls. You're gone. You're not really here. You've never experienced that type of psychotic effect before. Well, I never have ever. (laughs) I've never really liked alcohol either. So I never was those teenagers that was like, you know what? Let me sneak in like a shot of alcohol or something like that. That was just never something that captured my attention. So I wasn't one of those people that got, you know, drunk or anything like that before. So being high for the first time was like, whoa, this is like euphoric, psychedelic. Like, I'm not here in this world. I'm feeling like I'm not even human right now. Who am I? <laughs> what is this? an out-of-body experience. And also, I'm hungry as fuck. Like... <laughs> Like, I'm starving. I want to eat everything right now. So, you never taste so good. Everything was delicious. But, yeah, I went, I would smoke with, you know, my friends. And the first time that we did smoke was through blunts. That was everybody's thing back then. You know, if you're sharing, you're going to smoke a blunt with your homies. So, preach. We went to the back of the school. I think this was like my eighth, eighth to ninth grade year. So, back of the school. Prime time. Fuck it, you know, you gotta just spark up some motivation to carry you through the rest of the day at school, apparently. (laughs) I I don't know. But we went to the back of the school, you know, they were rolling up hella blunts. I don't know how these dudes had so much money to just buy all this garbage (laughs) because I'm just like, even now as an adult, I'm like, yo, you you guys were you guys were going in, like Yeah, all like massive amounts of blunts. There was just unnecessary how many blunts were being rolled. And, you know, man, we went to the back of the school and, you know, they're passing the blunt around. It's like a rotation of like eight of us. So I'm kind of nervous there because I'm like the only girl. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this as the blunt is making its way to me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a little hit. And I took a hit and I ended up taking a really massive hit. I went, you know, I was trying to be cool. Cool. I wasn't trying to be lightweight. I was like, I saw everybody and they were like, (laughs) like vacuums. So (laughs) I no. I peep the bottom. I see what everybody else is doing. And I'm just Uh trying to fit right the fuck in. (laughs) (laughs) So when the blunt makes its way to me, I'm over there like, all right. Until oh. I literally felt like Your lungs I, on I don't fire. even know, but I literally felt like I never stopped hitting the blunt in my brain. It was like I was hitting the blunt for hours, like for hours. I was like, yo, when am I going to stop hitting this blunt? Can somebody <laughs> please take it away from my hand? It was almost instant or maybe it was kicked <laughs> in instantly in my mind. Wow. But it felt like it was immediate. Like I was just stuck there. <laughs> beyond stuck and I I think honestly what was happening is I just kept chiefing it I was just hitting it and hitting it and hitting it until finally the other guy was like yo puff puff pass like (laughs) pass me the blunt bitch and I'm like oh you notice that here take it from me please take it from me right now like Can you hear what I'm thinking? Like, it's like, literally. Yeah, I'm like, yo, and at that point, I literally feel like my body's, like, twitching. I'm like, is, 
can everybody see that my body's twitching? Like my legs are twitching. I'm like moving oh my, my arms. God. I was just very, very in my body high. <laughs> that was definitely some very good. Well, you can just like... feel everything. You can feel yes. the movement. You can feel the sound. You can feel psychedelic. The... Yes. Yes. <laughs> Full we know that psychedelic <laughs> experience to the max. Yeah. Like I couldn't put it in, into any other words besides that. And you know, we still had to go back to school after this shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know if I could go back. Like there's just nah. no way that I could go back to school. And I didn't. I literally sat there in the back of the school with my homies until the rest of the day ended and we just went back into the bus but i'm pretty sure throughout that whole experience i was that one person that was just sitting in the rotation quiet as fuck and just faded to the max and just wondering if they could hear my thoughts and if i could hear their thoughts (laughs) i was feeling so light i'm like i feel like i could fly right now like i'm feeling i don't know what is this feeling but the starvation and the munchies kicked in almost like right immediately after that. Like, oh I'm like, my God. I want to eat everything. Oh, what, was what, the, what was the thing? Uh, uh, what was the thing that you ate? Like, and what's the thing that like calls to you what most you now? Like when you're high, like what? I made the most disgusting <laughs> quesadilla at the time that I thought was the most delicious thing in the world. <laughs> oh my but, God. You got it was weird. I was feeling the munchies at that time. I made myself a quesadilla and it had like tuna, eggs, cheese, <laughs> some form of chicken. I don't even know. Avocado. And I put it all in a tortilla and wrapped it up and put like hot sauce on it. And I was like, this tastes like pumpkin pie. Like, this is so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh Why? my God. Bro. Bro. No. Those are the dangers. <laughs> I, I've been there. I've been there. Sarah, what's your, like, do you remember a time that you were that high, first of all? That's my first question. Do you remember uh, a time that you yes. have ever been that high? So one time I took a bong rip, also trying to be cool. I was trying to, like, impress somebody. Took a bong rip, lost my speech for, like, an hour. Couldn't talk. Was like, I hope this person does not want to talk to me because <laughs> I can't talk. Like, I literally was like so fucked up i was like sitting there i'd never been that high i've never been i don't know what was in that stuff but i was on like another level i was on another i was faded that was like gas gas like yes like way too much the intention is to knock you down and like you know those bongs like my the one thing i like about bongs is i like being able to see the hit you're pulling right so you're pulling a hit like a a decent hit for yourself. And I literally, I dove into the deep end. Like it was like, <laughs> I took bit off way more than I could chew that day. And I mean, I haven't done it ever again. Like, I don't know what that, what was in that bong, but it got the best of me. I've taken oh dad hit and not felt that way. You know, it's like, geez, it was a lot. Oh. But I'll never forget it. I remember. Yeah. I don't, I didn't wow. have the, I didn't eat. I don't remember eating anything, but my go-to munchie, hands down, is gummies. I'm uncontrollable. That is my thing. I'm a gummy gal, and gummies are my weakness. Gummies. 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 <laughs> like, that sugar, that, like, I it's like a little for... my teeth. It's just like... Yes. <laughs> for Mexican sweet candy, it's spicy, it's sweet. And I would binge eat those candies for the longest until my stomach was like, yo, we have acid reflux. My dude, you can't do this to ourselves. (laughs) We're pushing close to our Yo, what is up with that? I feel like you passed the age of 25 and the acid reflux just... What is going on? It's got you right here. Literally, it's got you right here because you can feel it. Yep. Oh my God. Like, and sometimes I wonder if it's the weed. Sometimes I wonder if it's like, maybe I cough too much, but then I think about it and I'm like, even if it was, it's going to have to be. I looked it up and it says that, you know, it's good for acid reflux. I think dabs might be good for that particular area. So (laughs) I also, I've also read that it's good for IBS as well. So, Hey, 
wonders. Wonders in Annihilators. Who needs you won't have an upset tummy when you're high as a kite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Make it mellow out. Mellow out. (laughs) So that's brutal. So imagine Carrie, you've always been an artist, like always had that artistic twitch, but then when what was the decision to like connect cannabis to your art? I think um it was honestly psychedelics that brought me into the world of bringing in both what I love to express myself as and what I really put down on a piece of paper. Um, so for a long time, it was just didn't really have a direction in where I wanted to take my art. It was just doodles here and there, um, patterns here and there. Um, and then just basically one day I was like, you know what? this is what I love. Like I have a lot of respect for this uh, plant and I also want to express it towards other people in a form of art because I feel like art is the most relatable thing that all of us can, you know, really touch down on and connect without even saying any words. Like you look at a picture and you exactly know what it's going to portray to you, what feelings it brings, uh, whatever that may be to you. (laughs) Some people look at my art and they're like, ugh. Some people look at my art and they're like, yes, like somebody understands. <laughs> I the t-shirt and when you first came on and I was just like, badass. Like, I was like, I love that. Yes. Like pretty girl stoner shit. And I'm going to wear my shit in public and I don't care if anyone looks and you can side eye all you want. As you should. I'm going to give it up I walk around, my, I walk around in my hoodie and it literally says, roll me a blunt and tell me I'm pretty. Fucking do exactly. it. Exactly. The first person to take advantage of it will be the person I marry. There's no yes. doubt about it. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> but but this is the thing. Like the the truth is, like you have to, you know, have an investment in yourself that way, and want to invest in yourself that way enough to wear your own shit and yes. push your own shit. And I think that art. Yeah, I mean, you've built an audience of people that prove exactly that, you know, having so such a large community of people, um, on a place like Instagram is a huge accomplishment, you know? Thank you. Yeah. that's. It's been a minute. I look back, honestly, I think there was a memory popping up on my phone where, you know, it brings up the pictures from a year ago. Yes. And I was looking, I took a screenshot of my followers on Instagram. This was back, a screenshot from October of 20, uh, October 20th of 2022. And it literally said that I had like 8,000 followers and my insights were like at the lowest of the lowest. And in my bio, I was like, let's reach 10K. I was like, wow, like that humbled me in a way, you know, because... Sometimes it takes, um, you know, and I think we were discussing this not too long ago about the shadow bands on Instagram and how a lot of that really, you know, pushes you back, not just as an artist, but as content creators, too. It's just a lot of BS. And so, you know, there was a lot of pushback in where I had to really learn to adapt to this app and really learn how to guide my art without getting the bots to hate me because they already hate me. (laughs) Yeah. So can we ask you, can you like, like tell us a little bit more, like what kind of tweaks did you have to make for our listeners who don't know? Yeah. It was basically trial and error. You know, there was a lot of things that I did that I ended up getting patted on the hand by Instagram. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm learning what I'm posting and what I'm posting that's getting flagged. Um, There was a moment in time that no matter what I posted, it was just getting flagged and Instagram wouldn't even give me a chance to appeal it. It would just be like, take it down and take it down now, or you're going to lose your account and we don't care. So um, basically it was learning to tweak my art in a way because it was um, some of what was, um, I think, you know, obviously we know that algorithm is all AI like bots the bots is all AI it's an it's an algorithm that they haven't and it's constantly changing and it's constantly being you know trying to shun out a certain kind of people and a certain kind of industry always yes yes we know it well 
I ended up figuring out that there were certain, you know, key things that these bots would pick up in my art that I was like, okay, when I post something with this one specific look, it gets flagged. So mm -hmm. I need to tweak this in a way in which it doesn't. So I have two different accounts. For some reason, my older account that I had, I, I, I made when Instagram literally first came out, which was when Instagram... Instagram had came out for just iPhone users at the moment. So that account is old as old can get. And so for that, for some reason, when I post with that account, my art will just get flagged, but it won't shadow ban me. But they will tell me to take it down, but I will not suffer the shadow ban. So right. I will test it by posting it on my smaller account and then posting it on my big account by seeing if it will get flagged. And then that way... I would notice, again, what key factors, which the leaf, if your weed leaf is a big, giant weed leaf on your art, and it has a word that well, says sell, shop, or buy, or anything like that. I was like just going to say, anything that looks anything like a sale or has numbers that, like, influence, instantly gone. It doesn't Completely. matter, even if it was, like, I had made a, an illustration of what was a pack of weed that looked like a pack of cigarettes and I was like marijuana 100s and they were like delete it you're promoting you are a drug dealer basically so we're gonna have to go you, ahead and you would honestly think that I was hunting <laughs> down children yes. and stuffing gummies <laughs> down their throat I like, swear to god oh my god and this is what's so crazy is like, have you seen the things that are said on the internet? Like, have you observed? Like, can we just, can we have a little bit of perspective? You can like cut very head off, but you cannot show a blunt. You cannot. You can kill a person. All we're going to do is put sensitive content. But you can you can't post blunts and you can't smoke actively. And we can post recipes of cocktails all day and all oh, night. Yeah. But the moment you're posting one of your little base recipes, no. Oh my Thank gosh! I there was a video uh, on my um, other. So my TikTok has been deleted three times. Oh, I, I hate am TikTok now with a passion. The fourth. Oh my god! It's the fucking worst. Worst, yes. worst, worst. But I, truthfully, it's it's the best way I have learned to grow from places that you can't reach anywhere else because the you have no idea like what is being shown on certain pages of certain <coughs> people. But uh, I have a video, and I'm literally shaking a package of infused brown sugar onto a bowl of oatmeal, and every time it reaches like 5,000 views in like an hour it reaches like 10,000 people oh. super quick and as soon as it reaches and starts to gain a little bit of traction they're like fuck you and they your video is under gone. review yep <laughs> your account is under review you have yes. another strike has been added are their exact words I feel like, like we're being sent attention. to the principal's office like hey look you got a you got a bad you're getting a bad whatever. Like, what do they give you when you act up? Jesus. I'm going to put you in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Face the wall. Yeah, time out. Time out is why we're... Face the wall and think about your actions, Dan. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Carrie. Face the wall with your art, your inspiration. <laughs> face the wall. Drug, you drug dealer. So, can I ask you, is it... When it came to your art and getting flagged, like, was it simply, like, not showing glass and, like, in your shirt there, like, showing, you know, a vague could be a twig you know what I mean like it could you know like showing something more vague is, is that the type of so it you had to make or like what's a good example of like specific things a tweak you had to, made to, to not words. get if I ended up putting words like for example with this one it does say the word stoner but it's tweaked in a way that you can't really read it until you look at it correctly like you're like what does that say and then I'm like oh okay it says stoner but it's like distorted in a way that you can't really read the word right until your your brain adapts to what you're actually looking at and then it's like oh it's the word stoner 
Got it. One of just the many ways that I learned to tweak my <laughs> tweak my well, art because of the shape. Maybe the bots aren't picking up on it, or because yes. of the way it's portrayed, yeah. it's not something that they can quickly scan and hone into. That's so interesting. Because yes. I know Keats. I mean, your struggle. Your struggle has been absolutely absurd. So you're Ugh. clearly not alone. I <laughs> I learned to adapt for sure. But, and that's the thing, like it, it's truthfully the biggest tool that you are going to have if you're a creator or if you're in cannabis, especially when you're in like a new industry like this, it's your, gonna be your adaptability. How yes. quickly it's gonna be just like sales and Sarah's expertise is sales. So she knows better than anybody, but it's Ooh. just like going, you have to be able to move with the times. You have to be able to go with everything as it comes and as things move and change um but it's fucking hard and don't let anybody tell you that it's not hard to like build a brand and rebuild and you work for four hours on a reel that gets deleted in two seconds because technology fails like it's just it's ridiculous but it happens it happens and it sucks yeah you gotta just take it with the you gotta just take it with where it comes and um just really set yourself up for a backup never fully let one thing be the main reason why you're pushing yourself to do it just fucking do it just get out there tweak it instagram takes you down figure out why it's taking you down and change that in one change. way or the other. Censor yourself. There's so many ways, creative yeah. ways. And that's why I come up with stupid words and sayings like the Lord's loud and the giggle bush and all these stupid <laughs> shit because of, you know, censorship within this app. Yeah. But again, it is a tool and it is a platform that does help and it yeah. does contribute a lot to connecting us as a community. And I know there's been various... um you know, other people out there that have tried creating other apps and platforms, but it's just not as big as Instagram, you know, Meta has pool. It's just what's been around for years. And we've all been on this app for years. And, and so those of the, those of them have that are just now joining this app are playing the catch up game and they're realizing like, Oh, wow, this app is a lot to really keep up with. And a lot, you know, and and a lot of us OGs who have been on this app from the beginning have seen how much it's really, really changed because, you know, there will be at the beginning when you would post and you could organically get thousands and hundreds of likes from just your followers, you know, this was before the Explore came out. I remember the Explore wasn't even a thing. We have no such thing as the highlights or anything like that. It was just your feed. And if you wanted to go look at anything else, you just had to search it up. And it was in chronological order. (laughs) where now it's like all sponsored or it's ads or it's people that are connected to somebody else. You're like, I don't want to see that. And now you go back and you look at your followers or your following and they're like most interacted with least shown in feed. You're like, why? I want to see these people. You're not showing them to me. Exactly. Uh, They don't. So, So speaking of like adaptability and all of the things that we've just touched on, what are some things that you find in the, the cannabis space right now? So like outside of art and outside of everything like that, like what do you see for the legal space? What do you see for, you know, where the culture and where everything is going right now and like where it's at, where you are and stuff like that? Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely see just speaking for my small town in general, uh, because I've been here for a really long time. Um, it's growing, you know, the mindset of people are. This break is brought to you by Airvape. Airvape is the world's most portable and advanced line of dry herb vaporizers. They are a luxury company prioritizing sustainability and customer service. They have created products for everyone, consistently building specifically from their customer feedback. Airvape's Legacy Pro is for the stylish smoker who's looking to get a premium smoking experience with both dry flower and concentrates. They have products ranging in price and functionality, and there's really something for everyone. And our listeners get an exclusive discount. Use the code AWRPODCAST20, that's AWR. Podcast 20 for an exclusive 20% off your purchase. You can shop using the link in our description. Changing and so... We are now the adults, you know, we were once the teenagers, the carefree teenagers that 
you know, didn't care to really push the agenda of this plant. We grew up and now we became the adults and we realized like, you know, there's really not much to this. Um, you know, why, why the judgment? Why the stigmas? Why the hate? Why? And, it, and a lot of it honestly stems from just the legalities of it. I mean, just in my experience in general, I grew up in a strictly Christian Mexican household. And so, you know, to my mom was constantly like, you know, you do this, you're going to go straight to hell. Like, whoa, do not, (laughs) you know, and and growing up hearing that constantly and being a rebel, I was like, you know what? I don't care. I need to test the boundaries of why you're telling me that I can't do this. And your reasons for telling me that I can't do this are just not reasoning with me. They're not giving what they're supposed to give. Like, It's just because I said, I don't care about that. I need more than just because I said. I need more than just because that's how I feel. And I need more than, oh, well, that's how I was raised. You know, it's time to, we're living in an era where the internet is providing us with so much free information that you really have no excuse to have that ignorant mindset. And so when I do, like, run into a person who's actually ready to have this conversation, you know, I asked them and I'm like, okay, what led you to have these beliefs and stigmas towards this plant? And a lot of it stems from the same, you know, their family members, somebody pushed that agenda onto them because they grew up like that. I mean, you know, we're live. I live in a Bible belt state, like super Baptist churches everywhere. Like it's wild that we're even now seeing dispensaries like for Delta A all over the place. So even that to me, it's, it's showing that we're moving in a step in the positive direction towards this plant and, you know, the way that it's going to be used in the future and for other states, which I think was it Ohio that just became legal yeah. not too long ago. It Thank still, God. you know, makes me uh, have hope for the future of other states and just maybe even overall like federal legality to be honest with you which i think is where we're all striving for because it just doesn't make sense with the state by state thing (laughs) i mean i'm in canada so and it's federally legal here and it's been a game changer like we definitely have our own roadblocks around like regulation and and everything um you're living in heaven But yeah, like I work at a dispensary and I, I, you know, people come in from all walks of life. It's accessible. You can travel with it. Like it's great. Um, Again, it has its downfalls, of course, but you know, Sarah, like, and I met because of it and like, it's, yeah, it's, it's game changer. Like, Hey, you smoke? Yes, I smoke. Let's be besties. (laughs) So Carrie, you've never lived in a legal market. You've always pretty much either lived in Mexico or North Carolina. So you've never, but do you travel when you do travel to places like Colorado and California constantly? So like you get to see that, that type of vibe. I am very, I think I give the, the misconception or the, the miss. I fool everybody that I am this huge, like extroverted individual. And I think that's just the way that I put myself out in my content because I am in the comfort of my own home. I am a goof. (laughs) You know, the only person that really watches me doing my content is my husband, which is my best friend. So I'm like, look, uh, you're watching what's happening here. This is real life. And so for that reason, you know, um, I think people misconceive uh, that I am this huge social person. So I do not get out as often as I should. And this year, honestly, was the first year that I got out and I started doing markets in person, like art markets, yeah. which was Yay. honestly like a big, huge, like, breakthrough in you know getting out there yeah and I honestly it was I was feeling the imposter syndrome the whole time it was just wild because a lot of the times people will come up to me and they'll be like oh my god I follow you on Instagram and you're so awesome and I'm just over there like oh my god I'm (laughs) overstimulated (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to tell you there (laughs) my favorite color is purple hi (laughs) (laughs) Hi, it's me. <laughs> yeah, and so oh this God. year was kind of just a breakthrough of, of really getting myself out there socially and 
Um, it was a lot, honestly. It was a lot. Um, it was very nerve-wracking a lot of the times. Um, it can so be. Now that I'm out there, you know, it was, again, small town. Uh, I didn't really get out to do, like, big, huge markets. Um, the markets that were here are pretty tiny. So, But, you know, tiny meaning in a span of about, like, I guess, like, four to 500, maybe, minimum group of people. So... Not too bad, not too, not too bad. It's better so. than nothing. And it was nerve-wracking. As I'm talking about it, I'm like having flashbacks. I'm like, what did I say to that one girl? <laughs> no, no, let it go, let it go. No. And you know what? Yeah. I take it with it. I literally have, I look back at those moments and it's just goofiness altogether. I'm pretty sure these people are like, I'm pretty sure this little girl is stoned out of her mind right now. And so... <laughs> And I am, look, and I am. I'm just out here putting the Lord's loud out here. Oh, my <laughs> God. With my art. And I've gotten to meet so many cool people in person. And I'm honestly excited. And I think I am more than ready to do that in other states. And so I am putting that out there no matter what happens. That I'm going to put myself out there in big states. Um, yes. I think... Of course, California, one of the biggest ones. I've gotten so many other content creators that, you know, have pushed it out. You know, like, come out, you know, we'll host events and you're more than welcome to, welcome to come out and be a part of this experience. And I'm just like, you know, the, the doors are opened and the opportunities are there. And it's just kind of like, you know, there's nothing holding me back now but my own thoughts and you're mentality. And at this point, I'm like, there's no excuse, Karina, just do it. <laughs> Just do it. That's so amazing. And, you know, listen to our listeners, check her out in the big markets that she's going to visit. Congratulations yes. to you breaking out and, you know, challenging yourself. You know, any highlights when you traveled? Like, is getting recognized like absolutely crazy? Like, you know, it is titles? definitely crazy. Like I said, the imposter syndrome yeah. kicks in. I'm still, um, you know, putting myself out there while remaining 100% authentic to myself. I'm, I'm not trying to be somebody I'm not. I'm me. I'm just this, you know, small town girl who partakes in the Lord's loud, just like all of you do. And, um, you know, we can relate in, in one way or the other when we will relate. And I might talk your head off. But you know what? That's, that's great. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I'm loving talking to you. So please. Yeah, I was like, you're vibrant. This is so fun. It's um, coffee on like crack a hundred. <laughs> you're awesome. Like you're Bro, awesome. Smoking, smoking with like friends and people, and just like talking about like weed. Like what? Yes. Like you that's know, like, it's just the best. It is the whole inspiration um, for what we do. So do you have any, like, memorable, funny, like, stories? Like, anything that you, where you're like, fuck, like, if there's ever a time to share something that, like, crazy happened, now's the time to do it. God. (laughs) Now that I'm high, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) So are we. Which one? Don't even worry about it. So are we. (laughs) Which one? Honestly, uh, one of the funniest memories that I have as a stoner is involves my mom because, again, my mom is just this huge anti-weed individual. Like, she just hates weed, like, with her whole being for no reason. Like, for no reason. Again. So, you know, I think I was in high school at the time, and obviously I was going to partake in the giggle bush with the homies. That was a tradition that uh-huh. was never going to die until I graduated. Like, Damn. that was just going to be uh- the thing. It was just more of like, yo, who's got it, and where are we going, and where are we going to meet, and who's going to be there? Back <laughs> in the school. And are they bringing yeah. some? <laughs> and so... You know, I had gotten, like, I think I had overestimated how late I had gotten, which was, obviously, at the time, my tolerance was just, like, little to none. So, one blunt would immediately, like, have me blasted, glazed, gone, faded, not in this reality, like. (laughs) And so, that's basically what ended up happening. One 420, we all got together, and we got a bunch of 
blunts. We rolled so many blunts. I don't even remember how many blunts, but there were so many blunts I can't even remember because I tapped out like halfway through that shit. Oh my God. And I had to go home later that day. It was a school day. Wait, take a a guess. How many blunts? I want to know. Honestly, like, I remember that they had said that they had started out with 20 because it was 420, so they wanted to roll 20 blunts. Love so it, it, it has to have been at least that. But I remember smoking, like, five oh or six, and I'm like, somebody <laughs> take me out of this rotation because I'm stuck here. I can't move, and you guys keep handing me blunts, and I'm already too high, and I need to go home, like... I need to go home and pretend that I'm a functional human being oh for my, my mom. <laughs> yeah, we don't know how to do that anymore. <laughs> so I didn't, and I didn't cut myself off and continue to, you know, put... I forced myself to stay in that rotation because at that point I was just stuck. Couldn't say no until I one of my friends was like, yo, you want to get out of here? Like, and I'm like, please take me out of here now. Yeah. Like, now. Not a quick. So no I had to go home and I was just baked like my eyes were freaking red like they were red 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 like if there's a crimson (laughs) red color like it was literally like bloodshot red and I had no eye drops none of these stupid homies had nothing no lotion no eye drops no gum no nothing just raw dogging life like you guys just out here smelling like weed and y'all don't care like what no like there's no bath and body works perfume in the car these are all dudes like these dudes didn't care if they smell like weed but me on the other hand i'm like like what do i do i went into the bathroom before you know i left the school and try to wash my mouth with water I don't know what that was going to do. Wash my mouth with water, wash my hands with soap so my hands wouldn't stink like blunts. Oh, my God. Whatever. I did the best that I could at the time with what I had. Hand sanitizer, I'm pretty sure I ended up putting it all over my body. like So I wouldn't stink. And I went home. Like, I got on my bus and I went home and I remember I was like freaking out because I was looking at myself on my phone and I was like dude like your eyes are red <laughs> I was like your mom my mom's gonna know like and I'm just over there thinking the whole time during the bus yeah, ride, even when we a very short bus know. yeah like whatever I'm like long story short I walk in the door and my mom I'm it's literally right there. And I'm like, I was really hoping that she wouldn't even be at least, you know, within my vicinity that I could just walk straight into my room and get away with it. No, she was right there in the living room. And I'm like, (laughs) and in the moment I had to think like right there and there, dude, like it just had to come to me. And I literally pretended to cry. And I was like, I've had a really bad day at school, Bob. Like, I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Oh. Brilliant. I didn't even think of that. That was brilliant. I was like, Mom, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I love that. I, was so I just want to go into my room, okay? Like, Guys, come if out your when eyes I'm are ever red, if your eyes are ever red, what are we going to do? I was crying. You don't understand. I was having an emotional day. Mom, you don't understand the stress of how many blunts I had to face today. Like it was a lot. Okay. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> yes, that was I honestly have flashbacks of that memory. I told my mom the truth. Now that I'm an adult, obviously I'm like, Mom, I was high as fuck high that day. Like, higher than a kite. She was like, like, I knew it. I knew you was lying to me. Oh my god! I was like, Mom, you bought that lie, and you know it. Yeah, I was like, Listen, you're you're here telling us the story, so you didn't get killed by your parents. Exactly. It's a memory. Living proof. It's a memory you'll never forget. Exactly. It's like core memories. Honestly, it it every time my eyes are red, that's like the flashback (laughs) that I have, and I'm like, Yeah. That's hilarious. Now I, I have that. like a, I have like a really hard hitting question, Carrie. Like I yes. need to now after this story and after talking to you for a little bit, how many blunts can you smoke in one day? 
Damn. <laughs> That's a good question. Honestly, like nowadays day. I don't even know because I am a bl- I am a bond girl too. I love just packing a bowl and just boom. But hey, I could definitely smoke my bong like back to back to back to back. <laughs> and my blunt friends cannot hang. So I'm wondering, yeah. you know, if I'm I think I'm smoking the equivalent of about a couple blunts a day with the amount of bong hits that I'm taking. I don't know. I need to. You need to I'm gonna test that out on my birthday. You know, day. my birthday's coming up, and I'm gonna tell my homies like, "Hey, there's Roll gonna up. be a ticket for everybody. Needs to bring a couple blunts so I can test my limits." <laughs> What's the date of your birthday? Uh, it's December the 18th. 18 blunts. Or how old are you gonna be if it's more? If it's it is more... my last year being in my 20s, so I'm turning <gasps> 29. Wow. 29 oh, blunts. Yeah. 29 blunts. 29 blunts. Oh, Let me not speak too soon. That is 29 so in a day. Why not? Wow. Your friends. A 24 hour period. I'm yes. telling you that back, the back of the school squad could smoke 29 blunts. I can, I believe in it. I do. <laughs> Gotta call up the OGs and be like, hey, oh, you guys yeah. remember. So smoking bongs is your favorite way to consume bowls or bongs. You like glass. I love glass. Um, any glass. I love bongs. Huge ginormous bongos are my favorite. Um, do you put ice in it? Because it's just easy and fast. And I don't know. I just love to like the vapor in the water. (laughs) Also, are those blunt earrings that you're wearing? <laughs> what? Zoom in. Oh, my God. <laughs> ah! Where are they I from? I actually have a few. So these come from this creator off of Instagram as well. Oh, Lord. Where are my other ones at? <gasps> I have colorful ones. A glitter blunt? And I have glitter uh, blunt. the rainbow ones. I the glitter ones are so cute. And I have them in pink, but they're conveniently MIA right now. But these are my favorite because they look real. Like, they look real. They, they look, look real. She did her thing. So this creator is called at Sweet Chiba Baby. And she is, oh, she's a saint. We will tag the moment that, that I saw her. I was like, the episode description. I need a bulk order immediately. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my god! god. <laughs> Take my. I need them in money. every color. Yeah, Take my money, queen. Yes, Jesus. now. Oh my gosh! Yes, wow. she hand makes them herself. See again, the community connects you with these dope ass creators that you're like, yeah. Take my money now. <laughs> yeah, the community is so awesome. You know, like yes. I mean, the community really is a special place. And that, yeah. that this is like a, what, another reason why we're here trying to break down these stigmas. You know, I really yes. wish you had mentioned it. We mentioned it earlier in the episode, but you had mentioned wearing, you know, your stoner merch and being proud of it. And I'm like, I really, I see, I love that. I feel so uncomfortable wearing it, especially like only in where I live, only because I don't live in a legal market. You yes. know, that's why, like, I'm like, people are going to be like, ow. You know, like oh, she's a smoker. You know, it's like I oh, just, yes. I just hate it, and like just, I should just. I, love, I, I, I hate that vibe too, to be honest with you. But it gives me an opportunity to really school people because yeah. I'm just. I need to understand. I like to understand people. I'm like, okay, you came from a point of immediately judging. Why? Why are yeah. you judging? What's wrong yeah. with you? What happened yeah. to you? That you don't understand this, and you felt and that the you're not to... open to learning about it or understanding it you or figuring me out. Like a lot of it again comes from that because I think you know Sarah can relate. I think we're both relate on that small town, uh, close-minded, conservative uh, people mentality-ish, <laughs> and so. I like to nitpick at people's minds because what you're not going to do is judge me and pretend that you're just going to walk away with that judgment. No, we're going to have a conversation about that. And I'm going to really get to the bottom of this projection because it really is just that it's a projection. So let's go ahead and dig. Let's go ahead and get into it. What's wrong with you? Well, what's wrong with you? you? 
Yeah. Yeah. What's and wrong with questions? you? Like, also, like, you know, if nothing else, like, let me educate you. Yeah. At the very let's least. Let's talk about it. Like, let's have an actual conversation about how this plant is actually helping people in real fucking life right now in this very moment people with pain you know people that have been dealing with real life pain yeah um you know people that live with real life anxieties yes and they medicate they try different medications and those medications make them feel weird as fuck and they don't like it and so you know these are people who have already tried it all i feel like you know most people that end up going the holistic route is because they've already tried everything else and it didn't work. It was just a bandage is what it was, but this helps cope with the everyday shit. And for someone who is not in that position, they're not going to understand. And it's easy to talk down on something that you don't know because you're just looking at it from an outside perspective, but you don't know what people are going through. And, and that's why I like to pick up people's mind because I'm like, okay, Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Let's really understand each other here because there's no need for hate and there's no need for judgment. There's no need for criticism. If you're like an actual open-minded individual, let's actually talk about it. If not, then stay close-minded and keep moving along. <laughs> and I find that to be the mindset of a lot of people in the community, yeah. which I absolutely love. And how does, so question, how does weed help you? Yes. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm in that same boat where it does help with the everyday coping. Um, I get very overstimulated very fast. I don't really like to go out as much. Um, You know, when I worked retail, it was just very overwhelming as well. Constantly talking to people and being a people person is draining, okay? Even the people who are social butterflies, batteries die at some point, okay? My batteries get drained. People's energies drain me. Um, And so this is the way that I cope. This is the way that it helps me kind of really bring back that juice back into my life. And I'm like, all right, take a quick little puff and I'm revitalized. I'm ready for whatever. I'm instantly in a great mood. I'm ready to do whatever you need me to do. Like, what's up? We're going grocery shopping. We're going to do adult shit. Let's do it. Yeah. But let's smoke a bowl or five first. And then yeah. let's go. Like, I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's expression is we put on the rosy colored glasses. Yeah. Yes. Just, that's what we're Those doing. Those are the ones. That's yes. how you deal with adulthood. That's the only way. Like, yep. honestly, even for people in parenthood, like, I, I've been looking to surround myself with people who are potheads lots of them this is coming from parents not parents people who are even religious and you know still partake in the giggle bush and call themselves religious people i've i've kind of mingled with a group of all varieties of stoners and i love it because you get to see how you know it helps them in their everyday life and they're basically walking stigmas themselves you know like parenthood i'm like yo there's no way i could deal with parenthood without my good lord slap i need to relax these kids are wild okay kids these days are wild yes and so even after i spend a day with my nephew and he leaves i'm like all right pull it out it's time to smoke because kids are on a thousand you know what i'm saying and just gotta mellow out real quick gotta have mommy time like And I understand it for parents that do it. Again, I don't have any kids myself, but I see it from a perspective where I've hung out with people who have kids and they partake in smoking every day and they're like, I'm ready why to smoke. Why is it any different? It's not, but why should it be considered any different than anything else? You know, it's your not. kid is screaming and you have a headache and you need to pop an Advil. Well, why <laughs> don't you go out and take a fucking dope? It's and I'm honestly one of those people, I'm like, yo, look, I refuse. I have to be dying to be, to even take anything that I know my body cannot naturally do by itself or without me having to naturally heal it in some way. Like, I I just don't really partake or want to partake in putting things like that in my body. I want to be, you know, as natural as possible. I think we're already partaking yeah. in so much processed shit already as it is, like. 
I mean, you know, where where do we draw the line in trying to keep a natural and healthy lifestyle? I mean, yeah. th- dude, this is literally growing from the earth. <laughs> How yeah. natural and vegan could it get? Literally. Amen. Truly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just got to really give people um, a little pep talk and remind them like, hey, this is just the same thing but in a different version, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's just the same thing, but with less steps than what you have to do. <laughs> yeah. For us, it's just, boo. for some people, they take an edible. For some people, they partake in dabs. Like, some people like to rub it on themselves. They do oils and whatnot. There is so many different ways to partake in it that even if you don't like smoking, like, you don't have to smoke it. Yeah, you can do there it. There so are other ways different. to enjoy it and consume it. Better yet, we're not going to force it down your throat, regardless. Right, it's your choice. If it's not for you. It. It's not for you. That's it. Just like I don't like cigarettes, and I'm not going to force that down your throat. Yeah, but I'm not going to shame you for buying them either. Never in my life, because baby, to each their own. You know, we all do the best that we can in this adult ghetto hood. It's ghetto out here, and we're trying our best. It's fucky out here. I understand that we're all trying our very best to put on the best show that we can. And it sucks, okay? Exactly. Smoke, yeah. take your puff, do what you need to do, but do not look down on the next person, you know, no. for what they're doing for their coping. Absolutely. Healthy coping mechanisms. Absolutely. Yeah. Carrie, love- tell us what's what's going on in the future, what you have going, coming up, what's exciting, what's... Yes. what's- well... Being that the winter is basically upon us, I do have one last market locally here in Winston. Um, And then I think that's basically it. I'm going to take a little break from markets to really come up with a new strategy on my whole booth, on the merch and products that I'm going to have. I think this year was really a trial run with with the booth anyways, because I really wanted to see what merch and products worked, what didn't. Um, yep. You know, where to invest my money as far as, um, you know, buying products because, you know, this type of stuff is not free. And um, mm-hmm. while I may be the one that creates it and I love it, I need to see if the market and the people themselves, my audience, you know, reacts the same way that I react to it. And yeah. so really coming up with that, taking a break, um, you know, doing some creations. I've been working a lot with so many other brands doing collaborations so content creation has been one of the biggest things that's been taking my time as well so i'm gonna be doing a lot more of that this winter too and um you know more arting of course so expect a lot of ruthless shit coming for me (laughs) harry can i ask you this is my ignorance but are there like cannabis art galleries are there conventions strictly for artists in the cannabis space like are those things currently exist Um, Maybe he, so in North Carolina, where I'm, where I'm at in Winston-Salem, um, it is known as the arts community. And so there is a lot of arts-based things going on here in Winston-Salem. Again, I think a lot of it is just me who doesn't really put myself out there to connect with a lot of people. Um, I have a twin sister and we kind of power each other. And she's more, you know, deeply rooted into the community and really uh, putting herself out there with people and networking. Uh-oh. And networking and whatnot. And so with that being said, um, she connects me with a few folks. And thankfully to her, and and once I finally took off my training wheels, I connected with a few people. But I think at the moment that it it really did come down to the winter was coming up and whatnot. And so I do look forward to putting my work in a couple of local shops here in the area and, you know, bringing my work and seeing where where it takes me, as well as in other states, too. I know other people constantly reach out and they're like, Hey, we would love to display your art. And so, you know, that's an opportunity for me as well to just take it and put it all out there. So I'm excited. That would be amazing. Oh my God. You can send your art. Don't forget about Amsterdam and all these coffee shops and things in Europe, you know? Yes. Go global. Yes. yes. Never cutting my world short. I am definitely open and ready to, um, you know, let these opportunities take me down an exciting, adventurous path, which it's, I know it's, it's definitely long overdue. So I'm excited. I'm open to it. I think it's just now like in, in the works 
and the universe was like, all right, you know, things are coming. Yes. <laughs> Get excited. The universe is always working behind the scenes. It's yes, uh, constantly. behind the green curtain, you know? Every day. And I, and every day I try to take it one at a time and I'm like, okay, like this is happening. This is it. <laughs> yes. I love it. Check so, her yeah. out at Art by underscore Mozart. Yes. Check her out yes. Check in the bio. this has been so 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 lovely thank you for coming on thank you for chatting with us thank you for listening and um i just want to see some highlights from this episode just to like round it out to where carrie when you said any content creators getting knocked down in this industry do not give up this is this is do do not not give up reach out to your community and build and learn yes To our artists out there, go big. Don't hold yourself back. Keep moving. To any of our judgmental people out there that think we are drug dealers and doing something horrible. Fuck you. Look inward, okay? Check on yourself. (laughs) Check on yourself, okay? It's more about you than anything we're out here. Work on yourself. Yes. And be your true, authentic self. I love this episode. Always. Oh, my God. This has been so, so, so wonderful, Carrie. Thank you, guys. I am an honor for you guys for bringing me in and finally having this work out, regardless of the mishaps. This whole week's been wild. So I appreciate you guys, uh, you know, working with me and bringing and having the open room for me to talk you guys' head off. So thank you, guys. We love it. We love listening to it. (laughs) All of our listeners, go buy at least one item. Get out there. At least. At least one. Show your homies that you don't care that you partake in the giggle pool. Show the cannabis community some fucking love, guys. Yes. Let's do it. Hell yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Thanks, guys. One sec. And that's a wrap on this week's episode of Are We Recording? We hope you enjoyed listening to us chat and smoke our way through some pretty interesting topics. And if you want to continue the conversation, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We'll be back next week with more insights, advice, and stories about women and cannabis culture. Until then, stay high and empowered.